0: Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepointcom. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, it's time to ease on in there. Time to ease right on in there. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to make a huge announcement. Wildlife kids, you can be dismissed. Come on now! They told me they were gonna chop my thumbs off if I didn't say that. So I'm gonna, I can't play guitar without my thumbs. So yeah. kind of need those. Man, it is so great to be in the house this morning. It feels so great. I can see the presence of the Lord right now. It's thick and tangible in this place. <laughs> you could cut the presence with a butter knife. Man, honestly, it's such an honor to be here with you guys. Uh, it is a pleasure, and, and not only a pleasure, but an incredible honor uh, to be here with, with Pastor Donovan and, and Sister Valerie Hill. You guys have amazing leadership. Can we just give it up for them really quickly? Come on, do you love your pastors? Do you love your leaders? They are incredible people of God. Oh, man, and, and you know, I, I'm not from here, you know, I'm from originally from Dallas, Texas, and uh, you know, I went to Indiana Bible College and um, ended up moving to Sterling Heights, Michigan where me and my wife have been there for the past five years and uh, so I am normally a southern I am a, I, I agree with the southern feel, you know I'm not a northerner, nothing against northerners, you know, <laughs> brother Brendan I love you, you know uh, but uh, I, I can say this about about your leaders and, and Pastor Donovan and, and Valerie and Brendan and Lizzie, um, they have impacted us. They've impacted us. And, and from afar, you know, we go to these conferences and, and, and we see, we see him, you know, wearing what he wears, you know, he, he's just a man. I literally saw him and I was just like, I gotta meet this guy. Like, he's just the coolest person in the room. And like, I think he knows it, you know? (laughs) And if he doesn't, like, I'm going to tell him, you know? And, uh, man, we've just been impacted by their ministry and um, so grateful that you've allowed us to be here with you guys. We love Lizzie and Brendan. We're so grateful for great friendship, and uh, we just we love this place. Now, now that we've been here, feel like family now, so you're stuck with me. Praise God. Oh, man. But I don't want to take too much more of the time. I know that you guys have come into these, come into this building and ready to receive something from God. And, and I want God to do his thing in this place. And that's the whole reason that I flew all the way from Michigan to here is to see God do exactly what he wants to do. And, and, and I just believe something special is going to happen as long as our hearts are ready. And uh, so I want you to open to uh, Luke chapter 1. Starting in verses 26, it's a little bit of lengthy read. I'm going to read very fast. I'm already talking fast, so there you go. I promise you. Here we go. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Uh, blessed Art thou among women? And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. So she's like freaking out, like like a live angel is in the room and talking to her, and she's looking at him and trying not to freak out. Like I would be freaking out, just so you guys know, and I'm pretty sure y'all would be too. You know, I ain't up here by myself. I'm a grown man about mine. You know, like. If an angel start talking, I'm mad enough to say I might cry and run her like a little girl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, she's a real woman, so she, you know, was kind of freaking out. And the angel said to her, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. Now, she ain't been with nobody, so we're going to try to figure this thing out. And shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called uh, the son of the highest and the lord shall shall give unto him the throne of his father david. Now I'm going to skip all the way down to verse number 36 and it says and behold thy cousin you know he's telling her basically hey i'm an angel you're a woman you've never been with a man you're going to get pregnant the Holy spirit is going to overshadow you and you're going to birth the savior of the universe. And and she's kind of like one of those, you know, those that moment where Moses earlier is kind of like, hey, you're going to lead two million people out of here. And, you know, this is basically what's going to happen. And he's faced with the decision of like. uh, "Okay, you know, is this really going to happen? So she's kind of faced with that same thing. But what I love this part, because the the angel kind of tells a testimony to let her know, like, hey, everything's going to be okay, okay." And he says uh, in verse 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. She was old and she was barren. Uh, and And this is the sixth month with her. So she's six months pregnant at this point. Who was barren? He made sure he said that. She was barren, she couldn't have kids. And then the verse 37 is our key verse. It says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Verse 38 is Mary's response. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord... Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. That was her response. And why don't you lay your Bibles down, and we're going to pray and ask God to speak to us and for God to have his way. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for bringing us into this house. We thank you for for the worship, and, and, and we thank you for the presence of God that we feel. I'm thankful, Lord, for all of this stuff, God. But most of all, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your word. I'm grateful for your spirit. And I'm grateful for this word, this wonderful word that's that's your, literally the manifestation of who you are is in this Bible. And I'm so grateful that you've given it to us. I pray that it anoint that you anoint it, anoint these words, anoint this congregation. Help us to love one another and to learn your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. High five your neighbor and say that was so long. <laughs> High five your other neighbor and say that was really, really long. Okay, so we've got a story here, and and I just kind of want to uh you know t- want you to take notice of this. And uh you can kind of tell that that Mary is a little bothered by the situation. Okay, like I would be very bothered. I'm just letting you know. I would be very, very bothered if. A spirit came and talked to me. And I know we ask for it all the time. Lord, speak to me. Lord, please. Please, Lord, speak to me. You see how my southern thing kind of came out? I don't know why I sounded like a, like a, like a 70-year-old lady from Louisiana. But there you go. Um, we asked him to speak to us. And this is one of those moments where he spoke to her exactly. And um, so I just want to give you a little bit of background on myself um my name is Draylon Young. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Uh, I mentioned that because I'm a Cowboys fan and we need to hurry up this sermon, sermon preacher so we can hear and get to the games so we can watch the game. Totally get it um, but uh, but um, I, I had some tough situations with my family you know I, I I grew up in so many different households I probably changed schools probably about 12 to, 15 times when I was a kid, and, you know, my mom, my mom had a really bad drug problem growing up, and, um, and, and we kind of walked away from my father when I was about three years old. So for that, for that reason, I ended up moving in with my grandfather and my uncle, and uh, man, it's just, it, that is a, I'm just going to let you know, that is a time in itself. There are no women in the house. There's no mom. There's no sister. There's no you know grandma. You know we're all single, and just three dudes living in a house. And it's like, hey, can you can you wash my? Nope, you gotta wash your own clothes. You know, hey, I'm hungry. We'll go on in there and cook you something to eat. You know, man, I need some money for this. We'll go ahead, and go get a job. Like it's just that's just that's just how it was. You know, like that's just. Completely how it was one of the things that my grandpa and it's just it's just funny because you live in a house with with You know, there's three different generations in the house like I'm you know 12 13 and I'm a teenager and I'm trying to you know Go to school and hang out with my friends and do all this stuff And then there's like a 40 year old man that like goes to work and you know Like that's like the closest thing that I have for approximately and then there's my grandfather who is 70 years old and he's not going back like like he's getting older like for sure. That's a weird thing. Weird thing about age. It just never goes down. It always, you know. And uh, I feel that now, man. I can't eat whatever I want anymore. Like, you know, me and my wife were talking about this the other day, and like, man, I'm, I'm getting kind of chubby. Like, my buttons are buttons are coming off, and I got to start wearing undershirts now. And, you know, it's like, man, like, how in the world did this happen? I used to be able. To, I used to run and gun, baby. Like I used to be able to do anything I want. Eat a huge burger from Whataburger. come on somebody. You know, head down to Wingstop, get some chicken wings and some fries, come on now. And then go play a whole game of basketball and do it all over again the next day. And like now I got I got some choices to make. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like is it going to be Wingstop or or you know, a salad, you know? And it's just like, man, it's just not happening. But living with my grandfather, you just you just get to see different generations, you know, you get to see generations and, and one of the things that he used to do that was like I just don't get like I don't understand how this is appetizing at all. He would get cornbread and mash it up in a bowl and get buttermilk and fill it up like it's cereal and put and put uh, some sugar in it and eat it like it's cereal. And he's like, Boy, that's some good stuff there, boy. There's some good stuff there, boy. Like, are you serious? Like <laughs> can we please go to McDonald's and get you a burger? Like, clearly you're hungry, you know? (laughs) So I, like, needless to say, it was kind of a tough, you know, situation, you know, for me, and uh, so we started going to church when I was probably, like, 13 or 14, you know, something like that, and uh, this is when I started to get to a place where I'm, like, you know, learning things about church and, you know, uh, feeling things, you know, I got baptized when I think I was 13 or so, and You know, you start to do things in church, and the deeper you go in the church, it's kind of like, you know, okay, well, this is why we do this, and this is why we do that, and, you know, learning that whole thing, and, you know, uh, so what I tried to do was I tried to do a whole bunch of things for God, you know, like, I'm like, okay, like, what's going on at the church? Like, I'm going to get, you know, hooked into this, and, you know, the first thing I got hooked into was our, uh, our church play, you know, we have a church play, you know. And uh, the choir, the youth choir, and stuff. The church play, and they like went all out for this church play. Like I'm telling y'all, like they had. It was called Satan's Lair. That was the name of the play. Not like not like not like the Passion of the Christ. You know, not like Jesus loves you. Come to our play. Like Satan's Lair. Like, it's his house. You know, and they like went through all this stuff. Like like the devil. Like you know how like. We have a mental model of like what the devil looks like, and he's like this big old scary dude and he talks like this, and literally, I'm not joking like this is the gospel truth. They literally had a voiceover, and it was like this: don't you come in here, you know it was like every kid had like every nightmare that night, including me, like it was just and they dressed him up like he had these big old horns and Red pain and it was I was like, Oh my god, I was like what are we doing here? <laughs> like, and uh so they went all out for this and I was like trying to be a part of the play. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a part of this and I'm the new guy and you know, you know how you feel like when you like have a joke and like you know, you're trying to get with church people and they're kinda like, Well, like we don't think that's funny, you know. So so I'm like, Okay, you know, I'm just gonna go back over here, and, you know, whatever. I was kind of feeling that awkwardness, you know, like trying to get into it, trying to, you know, be accepted and trying to be a part of this thing that we call church. And um, so I get a part of the play and I don't even get like a main role. Like it's like it's like the guy that says like seven things and and he's like you know, like in here for this one scene and then he's gone. You know, I was cool with that. I was like, yeah, let's, you know, let's ease on into there. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta be the man. You know what I mean? I ain't gotta be Satan, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I felt good about that. And, uh, but, but the, I was a little, I was a little concerned. They were like, yeah, um, we're gonna put you as the third string. Uh, per, and I'm like, man, I already got seven words. Like you, are, like, going, you can give me seven words and now I'm, I'm third on the list like so the first person gets corona, second person gets evo- Ebola now like oh, that's called that's called Draylen he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right bro like that's cool whatever you know And uh, so then I started to get into more things started to do the choir, started singing and you know getting part in the youth group and you know started paying my tithes and you know try, try to go to HYC and go to the camps and do all this stuff. You know, I'm first generation, you know, church, you know, Pentecost, apostolic, learning all this stuff, and uh, man, he's not having it. He's not having it. He's upset. Uh, I promise it won't be long, bro, I promise, I promise. I'm going fast, I'm going fast. Uh, so I'm trying to get acclimated to this, and 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 I just started turning my wheels and started doing, 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 and and man, I just, I just felt like I wasn't really drawing closer, but I felt like. Well, God, I'm doing all this stuff for you, you know? Like, I'm doing all this stuff for you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best. And, and, in, and, like, what it is is it's a journey, you know? You're on the journey, and there are things that you do, and it just takes time, you know? Um, and so, but I have another example. We, I gave you an example before with how, how Mary was presented with this incredible opportunity, and she said yes, you know? She was okay being pregnant with promise. Okay, and and so um, there's another example of a of, of a young guy, uh, and my last name's Young, and my, my my fathers, or I should say, my grandpa and my uncle. Those are my guys. Like those are my dudes. They're like, you know, where we grew up. Like these are my dudes, and their name is literally Richard Young. So so, grandpa is Richard Young, Jr., and uh, my uncle's Richard Young the third. I'm glad that I'm not the fourth, okay, just so you guys know. It's really, like, male is, like, really, really complicated, just so you guys know. Um, So I identify with this next one. It's the rich young ruler, you know. And uh, I always told my, my, my parents, I said, there's a scripture that says, you know, I shall supply all or God shall supply all your needs according to your according to his riches and glory. And I just feel like there are my riches and glory, you know, just trying to be real nice. Like, love you guys. But this young rich, this rich, young ruler is like kind of like messed up. Let's read about him a little bit. okay? he said it says uh, is Matthew chapter 19 and uh, 16 says, And behold, one came to him, good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? This there's none good but one. This is God. But if thou will enter into the into, sorry, enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, which one? Jesus said, you know, it told him all that, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not, you know, commit adultery, steal, all that kind of stuff. And then he literally looks at him and says, Dude, I've been doing that. Like that's that's that's, that's small potatoes, you know, That that's, that's, that's small stuff. Like, I've been doing that. And then God goes, oh, okay. Like, just so you guys know, like, when God says, okay, like, just get ready, okay? Like, like, you know how when your mom would tell you, like, stop doing that, boy, stop doing that, stop doing that, and you do it again, and then she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then you immediately, you're like, it's too late, it's too late, it's too late. She's whooping you in her mind already. Like, and, and, and so literally he says that, he said, man, I'm good. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So then he looks at him and says, he says in verse 21, Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, if thou wilt be perfect, look at your neighbor and say perfect, go and sell that all you have and give to the poor. Your your treasure is in heaven. We sang about that this morning. And it says, and come and follow me. And this is the response that he gave right here, the next verse. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Right? Next one says, then said Jesus unto the disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? And then Jesus said, But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So we've got two different places in the Bible where it says, with God, all things are possible. And I think that the Lord was really trying to show us through his word and probably maybe just me. And I'm just, you know, kind of sharing this with you. If you like it, great. Keep it, you know, whatever. But uh, it says, but with God. And I started thinking about all those things whenever I was trying to get into the church and trying to get connected. And I started thinking, I was like, God, how come I can't? And then it just hit me like, oh, it doesn't say for God, to do things for God, and and nothing will be impossible, but it says with God. So that means that you can live for God and not be living with him. And I know that sounds so simple, I know that's elementary, you know, if you will, but To me, it's it's so, it's so, it's so, like, just mind-boggling, like, how many times we substitute the things that we do for a real relationship with the master. And then we expect, like, hey, bro, you said, God, you said that with you, nothing is impossible. We just get that little thing right there, and we want all the promise, we want all the power, we want all this stuff. But the word of God, I'm just telling you guys, the love of God is not conditional. But the but like the word of God is very conditional, like almost any time. I don't even know if you guys have ever, you know, taken time to to like think about the things that the Bible doesn't say. You know, sometimes like I just think about stuff that, like it doesn't say that, you know, like there are so many things that people preach about. And they're like, dude, like the Bible didn't say that. It, 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 it didn't say that. Um but there's so many things that we look into and we're like, man, we, we just see all these great things. Oh, nothing is impossible. We can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, you know, another another scripture that says, uh, you know, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves in praise, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, you know, everybody knows that kind of scripture. But they they just jump over that first word, if. Like it's conditional. Like if you do this, then I will do that and 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 I just see that in this in this portion of scripture so strong, and so I have a little illustration that I want to show you guys as to what this really means in my mind like God gave me this little weird like he shows me like pictures in my mind to like kind of explain stuff because i'm 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 not as smart as I look, you know. Just so you guys know, like I'm, I'm not as smart as I look. He's, he's so handsome. Look at him. Just, he brought the stuff. Look at that. Didn't have to tell him. Oh, my goodness. You are a, you are a smart man. Look at that. He's a lot smarter than me. Okay, so here's the thing. We're going to go in science class real quick, okay? I was terrible in science, so this may not work. I tried it at the first service, and it worked. But you just know, like... <laughs> I'm just telling you, how many times have you said, man, the thing won't turn on, and then, you know, like, you've been working at it for four years, it seems like, and you bring somebody with you, and then it starts working as soon as they walk up, and it's like, oh, shoot, you know, (laughs) so, I'm praying that this works, I believe it's going to work, praise God, so, um, in my mind, my mental model of, you know, this, 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 this right here uh, is, is, is pictures of who you are, and where you are in this journey, called being a Christian, okay? You are you are trying to, you, you start off as a just a vessel, and you get filled, and then, you know, then you get some other stuff, and you hear, I, I really shouldn't be drinking Coke. I'm not, this is not an advertisement. I know we're on live stream. Like, try to drink water if you can, okay? God bless you. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, I really have ADD, like, really bad, but, um, so, uh I, w- I wanted to, to, to try to explain this in a way that we could understand. You know, there's this moment in the Bible where, you know, the disciples are, are praying for this man that has a spirit in him, like an evil spirit that's living in him. And they, they're sitting there, they're praying, they're, man, they're like, they're calling fire down from heaven God I want you to move right now I want you to take this spirit out of this man in God's name in Jesus name right now and then the spirit is looking at him like no we still in here bro we we still here we still here bro and they were like God we need more power come on we want the power you said anything is anything is possible. You said nothing is impossible. Whenever we, and Jesus walks in, he's like, Ugh. "Be gone!" Whew, like it's gone. Bam, he's out. And 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 I could just see this. Like I could just see, I could just see the disciples there, just kind of like. bro that, that that was fire bro that was that, that was it hey uh, uh jesus king j <laughs> uh so you 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 know we we've been we've been praying here for about know, a good 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 10 years you know uh, and uh nothing happened when we when we was praying we was trying to get the same you know and and jesus was like yeah yeah and they're like, so, so what's, the, what's the difference? You know, like, what, what, what happened? And Jesus said, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. So that tells us that there is something that is left on the table if we don't pray and fast. So that means that there is a, there is a level in which we can live, and then there's another level in which we can live, and then there's always more and more and more to go. And I just find ourselves just so comfortable wherever we are. And I feel those beckonings and those callings. Just like when when, when, when I was younger, I, I would feel a little, you know, like I started going to church and then I was like, okay, and then this is why we do this, this is why we do that. And then I started feeling like, man, I should probably stop listening to this. Or I should probably stop watching this stuff, you know. But I don't know if I, you know, I it, it's just kind of like I really enjoy it. I don't know if I'm supposed to do it or not, blah. blah, blah okay, okay. You know, okay, I I probably should stop, you know, hanging out with these people because every time I'm with them, like we end up doing something stupid, you know, Uh, or watching this or whenever I watch this, it just kind of makes me a little depressed, you know, like it just kind of brings me down. So all this is going on and I'm just feeling those beckonings and feeling those callings, And I know that you are feeling that the Bible talks about this in Peter. It says add to your faith virtue. And what is faith? Faith is what you exercise to even come into this building today. It's, the, it's just the beginning. It's just saying, God, I don't know if you're real, but I I, I want to give it a shot. I want to try this, God. Show me. Show me more. Teach me more. That's That's the act of faith. Remember, faith without works is dead. So if you add, it says add to your faith virtue. What is virtue? Do you guys remember the story in the Bible where? Uh, you know, the woman with the issue of blood, she she had an issue with blood for 12 years, and she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just touch that, I know that I could be made whole. And when she ran and touched the bottom of his garment, he said, who touched me? Now, I don't know if, like, I, 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 like have you guys ever been to Youth Congress or, like, a big place where there's a lot of people? Like, Youth Congress, this next year, it's probably going to be about 40,000, 50,000 people. Like, my friend was joking with me, we were there one time, and it was the first time that it was in a, um, in a football stadium as opposed to a basketball arena. So that's basically 20,000 basketball arena to football, like, they can hold up to, like, sixty or 70,000 people. So we kind of graduated there, and there were, we were in a hallway with, like, so many, like, it was so many people. Like, it was just, Man. And he goes, dude, I f-, it was so funny. He goes, I, I really feel like every single person that I've ever met in my entire life is in this hallway right now. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably true, you know. Uh, but there was, that, that's basically what the Bible says. There were so many people around that the disciples were like, dude, like everybody's touching you. What do you mean who touched you? And he said, no, virtue has left me. I felt something. There was something that you feel. That's what virtue is when you're feeling that unction to go a little deeper, to lift your hands like from from carrying the TV to, you know, now we're like holding our hands out. And now we're like here and then we're like, and then we're like. <laughs> like there's just levels, you know, and God calls and pulls on you and beckons you to go deeper with him. He wants to go deeper with you. And my question is, are you going to say yes? Many, many are called, Bible says many are called, few are chosen, meaning many people get called, but few pick up the phone. Right. 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 Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. Meaning many people, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on a lot of people, but only a few people are actually going to listen to what I'm saying and come closer to me. I don't know about you, but I want to be in that number. Yeah. I want to be in that number. Yeah. So let me get to this. Let me get to this. Okay. So this is this is uh, I would say you know this is the vessel. you you know you just started coming to church and you know you're like you know like oh, okay I'm cool you know I'm 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 coming to church. I'm finally found a place that I like and you know whatever and 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 this is like this this represents you know the level of which you want to go deeper or you know like you you get the you get the gist. So if I put if I put this in here and I'm like man I want to go really deep in the word. But like i like there are just some things that like i, I like that are just kind of pushing me back up to the to the surface here and and this is how I end up on the surface because there's nothing in me it's just it's just it's just I'm just here I'm just a shell, right so that's one person here this is kind of where we all start, you know this is faith, and then you get some 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 water in you some 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 weight some you know you you, you, you start coming to church, start reading your Bible and start, you know, uh, paying tithes and, and you start, you know, connecting a little more and join a life group and, you know, get in there and, and start. And, you, and you, you get in there on Sunday and we start singing, change, fall here, bow here now. Jesus, you change everything. And then you're like, woo, that's it. I feel that power. Come on. That's it. And then like Monday hits and then you're like, kind of back to the norm, you know. So, but but you're a little deeper than the person here. So, you know, you 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 you'll get right right about here, you know, like like you 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 I'm I'm in there, you know, I'm in there. I I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not here. I'm not like so and so, but I'm not right I'm just right here. And then you, you know, you you get this guy here. Now, again, I'm not advertising for Coca-Cola, okay? I've seen people clean car batteries with this thing. I've seen people clean their bathrooms with this. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna get sued. Brother, like me, get sued. You know, <laughs> we're gonna move right along here. So I'm gonna add some sodium. You know, I'm gonna get some some some. You know, 75 uh, milligrams of sodium and 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 65 grams of to- total carbohydrates and 65 grams of total sugar and you know it, it says it says added sugars 130 percent. That's a lot of sugar. So, uh, but I want you to think about that sugar and all those things and think about it like prayer and fasting and reading and giving and serving and all of these things that this can encapsulate. And, and you're still the vessel, but you've got some stuff in you. You, you. you pray when you're by yourself. God asks you to do some things and you say yes. You know, he, he asks you to go just a little bit deeper. He wants to put some more stuff in you and allow you to go to those places that you've only seen and read about. Yeah, yeah. You know, we read the Bible and think it's something that's supposed to be old. No, the Bible says greater things shall we do. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Right. So the consecration that these men and these women lived should, should, should inspire us, but it should also push us yeah. to go deeper. Yeah. And watch what happens when you get a little bit more in you. You'll go all the way down. You start touching that bottom. You see that? And you get deeper and deeper into the presence of God. Deeper and deeper. It's no longer, oh, I'm just, I'm just here. You know, this person here doesn't serve. They don't come, you know, they just come to church and say, Hey, I, I'm here, you know, do wow me. You know, wow me. Make 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 me feel good. Sing my songs. You know, invite me over to your house. And if you don't invite me, I'll say that church's not friendly. <laughs> you know, literally, this, this is real life. This is real life. We have people. I've had so many people, man, I'm telling you. And my, my, my example is the same. I, I, listen, I wasn't in church my whole life either. Like, I had to make some decisions at age 13. I had to stop hanging out with these people. I had to cling to the people of the church. I had to learn how to listen to my pastor when he gives direction and leadership for the church and, 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 and trust what he's saying. I've had to do that. But you have a choice. Are you just going to be surface? Are you just going to complain about everything? Not really like dive into this thing? I'm telling you, the Bible talks about about, you know, being hot or cold. And if, he, he said, man, I'd rather you just be hot, or I'd just rather you just be cold. But don't be lukewarm. If you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. So he's saying, if you're going to be like this, don't even get in the water. you know. Don't even do that. If you're going to be right here, now this is where a lot of people live. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not downing anybody's place where they are in their journey, okay? But I am talking about your intentions and your heart and what you actually do. He's wanting us to go deeper in him. He's wanting that. And we have to make the decision and the choice. Musicians can come now. We have to make a decision and choice what we're going to do. Is this just going to be something that we, that we come to and it's kind of like a cool thing and I, I go to church with my friends, I go to church because I'm supposed to, and, you know, this whole thing, or am I in love with Jesus Christ because of what he's done in my life because of his power because of his voice because of his spirit and I'm just telling you guys as a person that has not grown up in this you know completely I didn't I didn't grow up I don't know how this stuff was I just dove into it I just I just went for it I just tried it Bible says taste and see the Lord is good have you really tried that's my really question that's my that's my honest question have you really really tried to just dive into the things of God when you're by yourself praying and, and when you're by yourself letting the and really fasting you know remember this kind of only comes out by prayer and fasting and 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 another thing that I felt to share again was, Sometimes, and I I don't know who I'm talking to, I I feel feel in the Holy Ghost right now that I'm speaking to somebody specific. I felt it last service, but I didn't feel released to say it. I, I feel it now. There is an attack on our church. When I say our church, I mean the church at large, that we need to be ashamed. That we're apostolic, or that we're you know we identify being Pentecostal, or we identify with the experience in the Book of Acts. That we that we may look a little different, or we may sound a little different, or we may dress a little different, or we 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 don't we don't we don't indulge in things that other people indulge in. And there's a little bit of shame that tries to come over you, as if living in bondage and living. And this world is a, is so attractive. And I'm just telling you guys. There's something supernatural that happens when you figure out who you are. And you figure out who Jesus Christ is. And why he came to this earth and died for you and for me. And for your children and for your children's children. For your grandma, for your grandpa, for everybody. And you can stand that type of fear in the face and say, I'm not ashamed of what I do. I'm not ashamed of the way I look. I'm not ashamed of, of, my, of my convictions and the things that God has called me to do. There's a scripture I feel, I feel to share. This is something that my pastor, I don't know if he shared it whenever he was here. But I want to I I share. Why don't we stand in this place? Scripture in Acts. So there's two portions of Scripture here. Can you go to Acts chapter two, verse seventeen? Here it says and it shall come to pass in the last days says God that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions your old men uh, shall dream dreams he was quoting this is the day of Pentecost he was quoting what the prophet Joel said so in order for you to understand what this really means You need to go back to where Joel is. So go to Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. And it says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and young men shall see visions." Sound familiar? And the question that you need to ask is simply after what? Right. So the next verse, 29, and also on my men's service, on my male service, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Now, go back to 28 real fast. Look at this. And it shall come to pass afterward. Question is, after what? You have to go to the verse before that. So now go to verse 27. and It says, then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, and there is none other. And my people shall never be put to shame So what that is saying is And then you go to the next verse 28 And it shall come to pass afterward That I will pour out my spirit on all flesh And your sons and your daughters So you mean to tell me That the spirit of God Will outpour Like never before On our sons and our daughters The day Remember it's conditional The stuff is conditional when we're not ashamed, when we're not ashamed, when we're not ash- when we're not afraid to say, "This is where I am. This is what I believe. This is where I stand. This is my church. This is what I'm going to believe. I believe in my God, and when He speaks to me, I will listen." Now, I'm, these altars are open right now, and I feel in my heart and my spirit that God is going to begin to beckon you, and He's going to call you to a deeper place. And I'm telling you, you have two answers. Remember the first two responses that we said. Rich young ruler went away, and it says he was sorrowful because he had great possessions. But Mary's response was, be it unto me, whatever you say, oh God however you want to do this, oh Lord. I want to go deeper into your presence, God. I'm not ashamed for what I believe. I'm not ashamed whenever you say do this. I will never be put to shame for doing what you want, God. Lord, I want more of you. I don't want this surface thing. I don't want to just be out on the top and and not know who you are and not have anything in me. God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to give you my mind. I'm going to give you my soul. I'm going to give you my finances, my dreams, my visions, my goals. Everything, oh God, that you've ever, ever, ever said that I can have. I'm going to give it back to you, oh Lord. And ask you, God, to have your way in my life. Come on in. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed. For more information on our church, Pastor Donovan, or service times, please visit our website at GoLivePoint.com.